All set, ready to go. Wednesday, November 14th, Traffic Talk, episode number two with founder and great friend Richard Wynn. Richard, what's on your mind this morning? Smelly cats. <laughs> Smelly cats, uh, we don't suggest telling girls their dogs smell in elevators. They do get mad. <laughs> they so interpret it wrong because most women think they're talking about you. I was just making a general statement about the elevator. She did not look happy. She doesn't look like a happy person. <laughs> Let's talk about happy people in the morning. Happy people. Like, you start your day off with your attitude and your gratitude. And when you're already thinking that people are attacking you, that's not a good way to start the day. I kind of tend to want to start the day with gratitude, right? Being thankful for what you have. That's an amazing way to start the day. That way, you're starting off on an even playing field. You're not in a negative attitude. And you have a positive attitude. Therefore, the rest of the day is going to be even better, right? Because if you start the day thankful for everything that you have, everything you've gained, all the knowledge you have, all the friends that you have, you're going to have a great day. You are going to have a great day. I think the the hard part about it, obviously, sometimes we have things on our mind from the day before that distract us, um, or even in the morning, you already you know you're already thinking like, oh crap, I got to go to work, I got to sit in traffic. Um, one thing I've actually personally learned um, through reading was that there's uh, there's great techniques out there that's called uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, and there's different ways. So what happens is our brains automatically start thinking that and we don't notice that it puts us in a negative mindset and we don't want to be there and start our day that way. So like one thing that I learned is that they're called ants and I, you know, something that I use every day that I recommend everybody using, but they're called automatic negative thoughts. So as soon as you wake up and you go, shit, I got to get ready for work. I'm going to have to sit in traffic. My coffee sucks. If you think about it, your brain was just programmed to go negative, negative, negative. And now, um, you know, you wake up with your significant other and their hairs in your face or, um, I'm just trying to think of like bad things or your back hurts or you're sore from working out. You know, if you think about it, you're already in this shitty mindset and what happens is our brain automatically does that. So you have to learn how to reject those thoughts or, you know, they're called like they're called ants. I call them squishing the ants. So as soon as you recognize that you switch it and you become grateful, you know, you start thinking about the positives. You go, you know, like, wow, I am in this awesome bed today. Um, I had water to shower, even simple things like that. So now what happens is that you start building that positive mindset in a smaller way. You don't go on a grand scale, but at least for me, that's what helps. So like, um, you know, personally this morning, I unfortunately I was giving a uh, bigger shot than I wanted to last night that I think I felt this morning. And instead of going to this place of like, oh, my body hurts, like, what can I, like, I recognize that I go, what can I do right now to change my mindset, to get the day going, to get this ready, um, you know, and, but it was recognizing that change and it does take a little bit of time. So I would just say, just practice it. As soon as you recognize something negative, uh, in your mindset, switch that over to something positive, whatever it is in that situation and, and just start small. 
I think that will reframe your mind into a more positive mind state. Yeah, when you're referring to a shot as in like a shot of alcohol, right? Because that was a pretty big <laughs> shot of tequila that you got. I was, yeah, referring to a shot of alcohol. Ah, okay, got it, got it. Cause, <laughs> you know, in, in today's news, there's been lots of talks about shootings and fires and all these other disasters. And again, that's, you know, that's uh, what's been going on with the, the world today. Uh, so I just wanted to get some clarity on that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, great. Nowadays, you got to clarify everything because a lot of stuff can get misinterpreted. Oh, exactly. Especially, um, uh, that's a good segue into, you know, diversity and inclusion. So let's talk about our industry a little bit, right? Because, you know, you can't, uh, I think in today's age, um, the way that people portray themselves, the way that people speak and communicate, um, you really have to... to to not take really everything to heart, right? Because people come from different backgrounds. What they mean to say and what they want to say is sometimes and oftentimes not what you heard them say, right? And a lot of that comes from people's upbringings, people's backgrounds, uh, immigrants, people coming from this, I mean, from different countries to the United States. And so I think in, in today's age, we're really building a lot of programs around diversity and inclusion. Right, and so I think uh, there's been a huge movement, um, especially with you know uh, Senorita Ortiz going to, um, into as, a, as the elect official in New York. You know, there's a lot of uh, diversity that's happening all around the nation right now, and people are wanting this change uh, because with this change, uh, in the different perspectives of different personalities and upbringings, uh, bring uh, just change overall to the nation, to our programs, to our our companies um, that we work with and you know what's something that I've actually um, you know seen over the last six months is that companies uh, like companies that we work with companies like Gilead Adobe Systems Adobe Laboratories Workday uh, these huge players uh, and companies in the, in the United States are are building out specific, specific programs on uh, diversity and inclusion so what is diversity and inclusion what is what is what do you think the, uh, diversity and inclusion is Eric um, my personal opinion personal is... Personal opinion, yeah. Um, I would say being in a... When I think diversity, you know, I think different ethnicities, I think different genders, um, working with different types of personalities. Um, if this is all work, you know, all work-related, that's, that's what I think um, more into the environment of, um, you know, the different types of people that I'm working with. That's that's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, and especially in today's age, right? Companies are, are really having a big push to uh, bring in more women in the workforce. Um, and, and, and traditionally, a male-dominated tech industry, right? Uh, companies are really striving to bring the equality up to you know 50-50 uh, with uh, women and men or or all genders, right? And with that said, um, inclusion uh, comes into play because even though you can have a hiring plan to, to bring a, a woman on a woman engineer on board for example you have to make sure that you know that you're including them in various programs that you would with anyone else uh, you want to make sure that they're compensated just as fairly as anyone else because historically women have fought into roles that they finally have achieved but they're not compensated correctly for the roles that they have achieved right and when you, you think about back to the, the Cisco days, right, and the, the founder, um, when when she first got her job and was a, a professor at the university, she was getting paid a third less than, you know, her, her male counterparts, 
And so, and I don't think much has, unfortunately, I don't think much has changed in the industry, or at least it sounds that way. Right, right. I mean, there there is a lot that has changed, and that's why there's tons of programs today that are pushing towards diversity and inclusion because they recognize um, this. What are some of these programs? Um, Well, for example, some of these companies we're working with are hiring executives that must have experience with diversity and inclusion, building out programs and working with you know, the board of directors of their companies and including various spend specifically to hire diversity, right? And so you see a lot of these programs are starting to come to fruition, uh, starting to be implemented in these much larger companies. Then, you know, what, what tends to happen is that all these bigger players and bigger companies are creating a trend. And then all of us smaller companies start to catch on that trend and start including these programs too because they see the value in it. What- and if you think about today, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on this topic, but we should definitely talk talk about this topic later on another episode. But uh, Generation Z, Generation Z is all about diversity and inclusion. You look about what's going on in politics, you look about what's going on in the world, and people are really pushing towards you know having change and having diversity. And these individuals are our Generation Z, right? The people that are born in the uh, late '90s to early 2000s, but. Uh, Let's 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 well, table well, that for the next topic. All right, thanks for tuning in on uh, traffic talk. Again, I hope you guys all have a great morning um, and start your morning off with a positive mindset and be happy. We'll gratitude. see you next. And gratitude, gratitude.